Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, January 12th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller alongside IGN's strongest woman, <laughs> Stella Chung. Hello, Stella. Hello. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Oh. Never forget that because they will come and get you. Yes. The last time I was here, I got very drunk and very uh, belligerent. But, you know, one of those things <laughs> if, has changed. If I had a nickel. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I walked through that door and exited that way. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? We have some really exciting stuff today. We have some super exciting stuff today. We have a rare opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. We are exclusively announcing the awards, the categories, the nominees for the 26th annual Dice Awards, ladies and gentlemen, if you can believe it. But of course, <laughs> that's insane. The Dice Awards are a big deal. Uh, I've been lucky enough to host them six years in a row. This is now officially going to be my seventh. I'm hosting the Dice Awards for a seventh time, ladies and gentlemen, in a row. Thank you very much, Dice, for having me back. How's but- it feel to be so old? Don't do this. (laughs) We're burying the hatchet right now on the bullying Greg, Stella. Yeah, and you're back, right? Because this is my seventh year hosting, uh but this will be your first. You are joining me. It is, yeah. Honestly, yes. Thank you very much. I I know I give you a lot of shit. Yeah, deservedly so. I was supposed to cut back on that. I was like, you know, Stella, he vouched for you. Like, he really believes you knew you should be nice. But I mean, like, it's just so easy. Like, you make it so easy. I deserve it. I'm too popular, too handsome. I understand. Too successful. That's the other thing, too, you know. Anyways, thank you for vouching for me. I'm excited. It is physically paining me to be nice to you. It's, and I, you know what? I hope when they start giving me the paychecks from the Dice Awards, <laughs> that'll, that'll comfort it for you, all right? But me and Stella are hosting the Dice Awards, ladies and gentlemen. We are incredibly excited and yes. incredibly excited to go through all of the awards categories here. So let's just get into it, all right? This is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. On patreon.com slash kind of funny of course you can watch each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free you of course get 38 episodes bonus exclusive content only available on patreon.com slash kind of funny and you can watch us record our podcast live without ads have a good time and be a trog however if you have no bucks toss our way no big deal of course you can watch us record kind of funny games daily live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games each and every weekday if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later for free with ads none of the exclusive episodes on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe you see it right there on your screen if you're using the epic game store use the creator code kind of funny or if you're playing Fortnite on your xbox uh rumble verse on anything else if you're playing a game that uses the epic store use the code kind of funny please just do it so he'll stop talking thank you exactly housekeeping for you there's a brand new episode of the blessing show up right now it of course is all about the game of the year non-game of the year awards from blessing he and Roger poured their heart and soul into this. It looks Aww. amazing. It is a great use of the spare bedroom, our new studio. And it is really something of like what, when we dreamed of this space, the content we dreamed of being able to make. So it would mean a lot to me if you went over to youtube.com slash kind of funny games, gave it a click to get it close to, you know, 
we want it to be successful, but I want it to be the second most successful blessing <laughs> show. Because as you know, Stella, I am still the most successful episode of The Blessing Show when I talked about Marvel's Avengers. So I love you. Go watch this, everybody. Watch Blessing and Roger's new episode, but then click on the Avengers episode again just for me. All right, keep the numbers up. You know, It's the only thing that keeps them going. It is the only thing. Uh, what keeps this show going, of course, is our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining, and of course our sponsor, Honey, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Man, we got the fog machines back and we are abusing them. <laughs> they are online and they will be used until oh, they die. I'm so glad I'm, for, I'm back for when they were fixed. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Without them, something's missing, you know? <laughs> Uh, as I said, number one on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen, the DICE Award nominees are revealed. Kind of. They're being revealed right here, right now. We are doing it exclusively. Uh, what you need to know, of course, is that the DICE Awards are Thursday, February 23rd in Las Vegas. Uh, Stella and I are hosting, and you can watch live with the par media partner IGN, a website I've heard of <laughs> once or twice. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. It's just one of those indie sites, It'll right? be on the yeah. Twitch. It'll be on the YouTube. It'll be on the IGN.com front page, and it will be, again, my seventh year hosting. Stella's first. We are the new dynamic yeah. duo, and I'm so excited. Thank you. So, I, I really, like, listen, there's not much I can thank a white man for, but it is for using his platform to vouch for me. Yeah. And I really do appreciate it. Like, it means a lot to me that someone like you, this, like, pillar in the industry, would actually vouch for me. Who's, I still feel, I don't know, imposter syndrome is, like, a huge thing, right? Sure. And I still feel like I'm very new to this space. Sure. So the fact that you're just like, yeah, Stella's great. Like, yeah, user. I was like, oh, shit, Okay. Yeah. The thing about the imposter syndrome <laughs> in this, and again, I've been doing, as you, you pointed out, I'm very old. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, for somebody who's been doing the 16 years uh, in March, right? Like, that never goes away. Like, it'll never, ever go away. At, okay. at, you know, at Game Awards, I was making jokes about it, but people kept coming up to me like, oh, man, it's so good to see you. Are you presenting tonight? <laughs> and I was like, they got fucking Al Pacino on stage. <laughs> no, they're not inviting Greg Miller up there, but it's like, oh, it's cool that you think of me in that way, that you would actually, and that oh, you, yeah. for you to say I'm a pillar of the industry, like, right? Like, I'm a guy with a leaky window at home and a dog is trying to potty train. Like, I ain't thinking about like, any of that stuff. It's cool that you think of me that way. But, yeah, yeah like, you're awesome at what you do. I'm, I'm excited to get out there and do it with you. you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited to see how it works in a professional setting where I can't lift you or, you know, throw now you Now, you say that. Out. Remember, Mike Drucker is also returning to write the Dice Awards. <gasps> so there will be That's plenty right. of chances for Hell you to write in lifting. Yes. And it's, they give us, they, when they give us the script, <laughs> it's very much, let me tell you from experience, especially last year, you can ad lib and maybe you become a Kotaku headline. You can do what you want up there. You can say what you want about Bobby Kotick and then it'll go oh from God. there. I digress. Many of you I know don't understand or know what the Dice Awards is. So let me explain them to you, okay? The Dice Awards, of course, are a big part of Dice, which is this big conference where everybody goes. And when I say everybody, I mean uh, developers. I mean the publishers. They go there to learn from each other and learn from it. Uh, it's run by the Academy of Interactive Arts and Science, the AIAS. It was founded in 1996 as a not-for-profit organization dedicated to the advancement and recognition of the interactive arts. The organization has more than 30,000 members. The mission of the AIAS is to promote and advance the worldwide interactive entertainment community, recognize outstanding achievement in the interactive arts and sciences, and host the annual award show, the Dice Awards, to enhance awareness of the interactive art form. The, how, how Dice Awards work go like this. The Academy's 30,000-plus members, comprised of the uh, inter in interactive publishing and development communities, recognize excellent in 23 different interactive game categories in one of the highest forms of recognition in the industry. Titles were played and evaluated by members of the Academy's peer panels to determine final nominees. 
These panels, uh, one for each award category, are comprised of the game industry's most experienced and talented experts in their chosen fields. Winners are determined as part of a confidential voting process and will be revealed on the evening of the show. What I've always loved about the Dice Awards, because I love all the awards. You know that I love Game Awards. I'm a Game Award winner. No big deal, everyone. Uh, but I love Game Awards. You know, I love golden joysticks. I love all that stuff. What I like about Dice is that it legitimately is peers recognizing peers. Yeah. The people who comprise these boards and then the, you know, 30,000 people who vote on it more than are the people who make your games. Mm -hmm. So, like, I remember the year that Untitled Goose Game won Game of the Year. <laughs> and people were like, right. they don't know what they're talking about. And I'm like, these are the people who make your video games. The people yeah. you are, you're playing the game. They voted, and that's how it is. And that's how I think it's always an interesting avenue to see who's nominated, who wins, because it's through the lens of, oh, we make video games. We know how tough this is, and this is why this is impressive to us. Yeah, they're able to provide a different perspective that we, the casual gamers, do not have, which is great. And yeah, I love Game Awards. I love being able to vote with the community and such, but there's something different about this level of like, you know that these games that they pick have integrity. You know that they have, they very specifically looked at the details of the game and they're able to point out and give reason to why these are, what why they nominated, so. Well, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Of course... Stella and I will editorialize yeah. and talk about what we like from it, but we don't get to vote. We don't get to vote, so don't worry about it, all right? And whoever wins up there, we'll be happy for them, all right? Yeah. We'll shake their hands backstage. We'll get them a drink. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, outstanding Achievement in Animation. Your nominees are Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Moss Book 2. Oh. Come on. I am a big <laughs> Moss fan, so it's cool to see that Moss get recognized off, right off the bat here for this. But again, I'm not going to say the usual suspects, but the usual suspects, <laughs> right? Of like Cuphead, of course, Elden oh, Ring, yeah. of course, God of War. Come on. That scene in the tent with Atreus in the animation of the face <laughs> of Kratos. I digress. Horizon Forbidden West, another one that I know a lot of people thought didn't get its flowers in like yeah. the other Game of the Year categories we've seen so far from uh, you know IGN Game Awards, kind of funny even. And then yeah, Moss, good stuff there, Stella. Who do you like? <sighs> Man, honestly, out of all these, definitely Cuphead. Yeah, Cuphead. Yeah, yeah it Cuphead just, always looks so good. It has unique anime. I mean, and the fact that because it is a a scroller, um, and you have to be very specific about your keyframes and dodges and timing, being able to parry. It is very, it is very impressive. All the details that they've been able to put into that game. I am absolute trash at it, and I actually <laughs> rage quit a while ago. But um, it is wonderful, and it is so cool to see people beating this game. Yeah, and the art direction is just amazing. So yeah, Barrett, I forget. Did you beat Cuphead? Uh, several times. Oh, there it is. Thank you very much. There it is. On different platforms. Wow. He, he's not afraid of it. Right. Only played the it. DLC once, though. I uh, never went back. But I do agree that the animations for even just the DLC. They stepped it up a notch somehow from the, the main game, which was really impressive. Outstanding achievement in art direction. Your nominees are Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, The Callisto Protocol. That's a, you know, interesting. Um, it's a diverse list of stuff. I, you're talking about art direction. Like you look at the, <laughs> even the game boards. Like I don't think you see it in the same way. Yeah. Honestly, all these make sense, and I, I can already hear some people being like, why is Modern Warfare 2 in it? It's because they had new water graphics, and they had an entire new water tech, which I remember sitting there and the devs explaining that they improved the water, there's new mechanics, there's everything that you can do with it, and also looks really good. Um, there are so many segments where you can go underwater, you can, like, based on the depth, your perception of who an enemy uh, like how far an enemy looks above you through the water, it varies. It's so cool. So I feel like the water alone 
in Modern Warfare 2 is that gets yeah. us to not here. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Of course, I know so many people excited to see Stray on here. Me too. Yeah, well, I'm not. Stray didn't click for kind of funny. We were we we were not straight people. But we you're said, gonna deny the we art said, kick this oh cat. Right. Kick this cat to the oh. curb. We said, you know what I mean? Another one for the pound. I got a whole bunch of cat oh ones for you. Oh my god, I'm gonna. No, remember, I've, you're going to deny you this. Can't. No, I'm joking. I'm not. I'm saying that I no. I understand why the art direction is great. Like the world was very beautiful. The, the game world was is very beautiful. So cool. I'm not saying it doesn't deserve the honor. Just saying it's not God of War. I just, feel like, I just feel like you're kind of saying that. Yeah. You know? No, I'm not. I, again, I uh, no. I did it at the very beginning, Barrett. I said, you know, we're going to editorialize, but we don't. We'll be happy no matter what. Yeah, we'll be happy. Outstanding achievement in character. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Alexandro Vargas, God of War Ragnarok, Atreus, God of War Ragnarok, Kratos, Horizon Forbidden West, Aloy. Here's one I feel, not out of left field, but I, you did not hear a lot about this, right? Return to Monkey Island, Guybrush Threepwood. <laughs> I, so I didn't play Return to Monkey Island. Sure. And I never, I, there was the original that I didn't play either. Yeah. Um, so I don't understand that one, but the others I totally get. I mean, he's like a classic character, Is right, he? for adventure okay. games. Yeah, it's and that it, it, that's my thing of like, man, it's really crazy to see him on <laughs> here, right? Of like, you know, obviously Guybrush, I know, has influenced so many people. You know, the work of Ron Gilbert in, influencing so many people, and I just think it's Return to Monkey Island was not a game we saw. You know, it's it's always weird. Yeah. Dice Awards are almost crossing the finish line of the last award show, but then really there's <laughs> GDC that'll still happen as well. Mm. But it's always interesting to be here in you know the wake of. IGN game awards our own stuff were kind of funny and be like oh yeah I didn't hear a lot about Monkey Island yeah but here it is again because it resonated with the people who make your games which is really cool and I also think speaks to the not only the the lineage the impact of what Ron Gilbert means to people that I bet so it's one of those things when you hear about Monkey Island fans in the industry they're usually like oh that's that's a game that influenced me and made me want to be a game developer so it's cool to still see it have the juice here and out there yeah Super cool. I know uh, Ryan McCaffrey at IGN was super excited for this. He just like raved about it. Sure. So I was like, okay, maybe maybe I check it out. Do you have a pick? Who would you pick for outstanding achievement in character? <sighs> you know what, Kratos, because he had yeah. the best character development. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Like I'm I'm halfway through Ragnarok, so no spoilers. But God, the character development we see from the first game to the second game, halfway through it alone, yeah. the the development is incredible. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh I god, with. I love that game. But all nominees are great. Oh, also, I have the I have Atreus's tattoo on my. Hold on, this is a real tattoo. It's a real tattoo. I I I, yeah. I, felt, I have Atreus's there you go. tattoo, like his little uh thing. That's so yeah. fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I've talked about it. Like I I still want to uh, go get around Portillo's uh, paw print on oh. my arm. I want to get the uh, to grieve deeply as Dev love fully. Yes. The quote from oh that. Oh my right? god. Yeah. And the problem I have with it is like, ah, oh, what font do I want? And I think I bought when a when papyrus. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar bullshit. But uh, you actually have the runes in the writing and everything else. I do. Else? Yeah. Awesome. You're so cool. Thank you. Outstanding achievement in original music composition: A Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Metal Hellsinger, ooh. Moss Book Two. Yes. Would you? Who are you? Ooh, in there, Metal Hellsinger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's. A game based around its music composition. <laughs> and I don't get me wrong, the rest are all great th uses oh, of yeah. uh, thing. I love the soundtrack for Ragnarok. But in this thing, I'd be like, mm, that's probably the way to put it, right? Like, this is such an impressive, cool, rhythm-shooting game built around music. I'd love to see them get the actual award here. And yeah. also, like, all original uh, metal songs from, like, 
very big people in like the metal music industry too, which is really yeah. cool as well. Uh, in the chat right there, Nix goes, is there a written out version of this yet? It's not even on their website. No, we're announcing it. At 10.30, everybody else is allowed to talk about it. So we got to go. We got, we got 14 minutes to get through the rest of the categories before IGN's like, oh, by the way, it's this. And they ruined the whole goddamn show. I, 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 I stopped. I stopped. Mm-hmm. Outstanding achievement in audio design. A Plague Tale Requiem. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. God of War Ragnarok. Gotham Knights. Somerville. I have only played, let's see, one, two, two of those. So okay. I can't really speak to you a lot, um, but. Audio design is always an interesting one. Always an eye of the beholder. What did you get out of it? What did you, for me, it's always, it has to be outstanding, I feel, for me to really be like, oh man, like yeah. this is something incredible. I love that Call of Duty's on here again, because back to your point, <laughs> like Call of Duty basically teaches a class every year on, hey, here's all the cool, crazy shit we did for this. Yeah. This is why the. We went into a, an alley and fired the bullets and we recorded them. And this is how it sounds when it bounces off of this thing. You got to be yeah. like, uh-huh, you put a lot of work into this. And I appreciate that. I mean, they have the resources for it. So why not, right? Like they have access to so many different uh, so many different bits of tech. So it's really cool to see them implement that to not only a modernized version of their game, but also, I don't know, like they're, they're different um, mechanics that you have in the game too, like silenced pistols. Sure. So cool. And also because they had to add um, gun sounds underwater as well. So... Stuff like that. See, and that's that's the kind of stuff you're like, oh man, they're shooting guns underwater. <laughs> well, Kratos threw an axe, and this guy, you know, oh my you know, god, Batgirl zipped up a line. I don't know. The audio <laughs> design might have to go that way, kind of thing. Uh, outstanding achievement in story: Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok. I was a teenage exo colonist. Immortality or Norco? Oh, immortality! I need to play that. God damn it, Stella! <laughs> yes, you do. We just had the star of the game in this week. You got to play it. Ooh. We love immortality cool. yeah. around here. I and hear that's it's why, really good. That's why for me, I would go immortality. That's what I was, honestly, from what I've seen, I think it has to be immortality. I, like, and this will be interesting because I feel like, obviously, Elden Ring, a juggernaut. Uh, yeah, but let's let's be real here. From software, not me. From software, stories have never exactly been straightforward. And if you're going to do outstanding achievement in story, I mean. You know how it is, but you're about to have Andy and Tamora break through the wall and be like, well, no, you, oh, find, no, no, no. This, you find this scale. Oh, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I love that. I love being able to dig for lore. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am say outstanding achievement and story. When you brought up straightforward, I think that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, again, Elden Ring and also Elden Ring had the best direct, direct story out of all the From Software games. But still, up against these. I also I, wouldn't count Norco out. Uh, yeah, a lot of people played, love Norco. Yeah, a lot of people love Norco. So, and, and knowing like devs and like how into that they're getting into the uh, the weeds of a story, I, I feel like Norco it might be a, a dark horse there. <laughs> we laughing at in chat. <laughs> if you if you read the loading screens and and the items and the and the blanks and the blanks, oh, I'm like, fuck. yeah, <laughs> nobody's got time for this shit. I mean, I do, but again, outstanding <laughs> achievement. In I hear story. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, just saying. We'll anyway. see. I think it's gonna be between immortality and Norco, but we'll see who takes it home mm. on 23rd. Right, 23rd. It's the 26th annual, so that's what's screwing me up. I, that's oh fair. Oh, my that's God. Fair. I had to tell Greg when we're hosting the awards today. Today, Mike was like, when are they? And I'm like, I don't know, sometime in February. They're coming up. I can only think three days in advance on what's happening in my life. Honestly, right? same. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, that was story. Uh, outstanding technical achievement. Mm. A Plague Tale Requiem. Elden Ring. God of War Ragnarok. Horizon Forbidden West. Teardown. You, are you familiar with Teardown? Mm. Bear, throw up Teardown if you don't mind a trailer on this. It's just like voxel pixel thing where you tear everything apart and you can like smash everything apart and oh. do it. it's it's 
One of the, okay. it's very much one of those games where you don't know anything about it and then you move the rock and it's like six million people love this game and talk about it and stream it and it's huge. I mean, yeah, it is. It just shows see, like, you see how it's just yeah. the whole world. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. It's like it's like when people's when um Fortnite changed their uh yep. new tech to yeah, be yeah. able to like shatter every fine little be bit of debris. So it is it is very impressive. It'll be interesting to see if that one stands out to people on these uh in, in the voting things because mm -hmm. obviously everybody's played more of them, but I do think Teardown is like something like, what is this? And you look at it like, oh okay. It's very unique, yeah. Yeah. Action game of the year. Bayonetta 3, mm. Grounded, Neon White, Sifu, oh. Vampire Survivors. You want to talk about you have to kill four of your darlings in a category? That's Holy crap, tough. this is it, yeah. right? Like, Bayonetta 3, I, action game, you're going to think, oh, Bayonetta, sure. Then it's Grounded, which I'm, I'm like, hmm, interesting. Neon White, I know Barrett loves. Sifu, I know Barrett loves. Vampire Survivors, everyone loves. Like, Yeah, but, like, God, I don't know. I feel like, for me, Neon White and Sifu stand out. Like grounded, grounded is really good. I love that game, but I mm, action game of the year. I don't. I don't know. Would you? Do you think? Here's the. Th this is where it always gets interesting. I don't. I guess it is, but I don't look at Vampire Survivors and go, "Oh, action exactly. game." Yeah, action exactly. Game. This is an action game, but I do love Vampire Survivors and think it's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So when you get there, do you go, "Well, I wouldn't define it as an action game, well, but I'm going right. to check the box for that." But you got to think of it from like their perspective and. <sighs> I guess I, I could see it. Yeah. But the thing is, for me, I I still would be like, okay, well, but compared to Neon White or Sifu, where like every movement is so intricate, I don't know. I feel like it'd be one of those two. Luckily, we don't have to vote, so we don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Adventure game of the year: God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Norco, Stray, Tunic. Tunic <gasps> oh, getting his yes! coming in here. Good. I'm so glad. Oh, it's on Game Pass. If y'all want to play it. And it's got a whole bunch of, like, uh, accessibility stuff, right, in terms of, like, it's yeah. the combat's hard, so you can just totally turn it to god mode or whatever if you want to. Yeah, which also, it's really good because it's one of those games where, like, you can just explore. Yeah. And it's nice, and it doesn't, like, it, it'll tell you, like, hey, you can't really quite do this yet, but right. that's after you, like, bash your head against the wall, you're like, oh, let me just go explore a different way. Yeah, and, and the instruction manual is such a cool mechanic. Yeah. filling that out as you go. All right, family game of the year, and the nominees are <laughs> Disney Dreamlight Valley, Kirby's Dream Buffet. Lost in Play, Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Trombone Champ. <laughs> That's what I'm giggling at. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. You got to be like, well, here's this is the chance to re reward Trombone Champ. Let's throw. It literally has Champ in the name. Yeah, yeah. You got to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got to be Champion based on that alone, right? But that is another one that had its moment where everybody loved Trombone Champ. Yeah. And then it just kind of, I didn't see it. Yet. I, you know, I'm sure it did. I didn't see it get a lot of awards and stuff, so. It's very, it's a very simple game. Yeah. But it just did it so well. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, for Family Game of the Year, it could be that. But also, I want to point out Kirby's Dream Buffet is super fun. Yeah. I have it, and it's so. <gasps> we should all play it in here. Oh my god, that'd be so fun. Okay, talk to Mike. Mike'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, Mike'll make a stream happen. Hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you, you talk about pushing me around. Mike's the easiest one to push around. He doesn't care. You know what I mean? Mike's he just so goes with the wind. He's he is so very nice. Sweet. He is very Unless sweet. he's. Do you want to tell the story about him just creeping in the parking lot today when you got locked? <laughs> you showed up, the building's locked. Mike's just in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walk up and I'm like, I all the doors are locked. I call Blessing. He's like, Oh, just try the doors. I'm like, No, they're locked. And then I I texted um this guy over here. Greg, 
And then um, he was like, oh, yeah, uh, knock on it. I was like, no one's answering. I'm going to knock down your door. And he was like, please don't. We have to pay for those. So I was like, all right, fine. I guess I'll find some other way. And then in the corner of the parking lot, I see this guy looking off into the distance at the at the beautiful hills of he was San getting Francisco. His sun. He gets his morning sun every yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was recharging. Weirdo. And I look over and I'm like, I think that's Mike. And I yell at the top, Mike! And he turns around and he goes, just the slope with his little little vanilla latte in his God, hand. And he goes, oh, Stella! And he comes over and let me in. So, yeah. <laughs> Fighting game of the year. <laughs> and the nominees are JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, Multiversus, Rumbleverse, Spider Heck, King of Fighters 15. Oh. I am not at all versed in any of this. I know multiverse was huge for a while. Mm. I know that I love Rumbleverse. This mm -hmm. is the one game that I, I put a lot of time into this. And then Spider Heck, look at this. This just looks awesome. Yeah, we saw this in the uh, Xbox Indie Showcase, and I was really happy. I'm really glad that it's getting recognition, which yeah. is great. But I feel like it'll be up between multiverses and Rumbleverse because those are two really prominent ones this year. Sure. But again, this is to the eyes of developers. So exactly. What do I know? Who knows? <laughs> they actually know what they're talking about. We just make it up. Yeah. Racing game of the year, F122, mm. Gran Turismo 7, Need for Speed Unbound. I think it's Gran Turismo. Really? I heard just, I'm not a car person at all, but I Never heard either. that just every detail that you could get in that game was just phenomenal. Sure. And, um, you know, Destin. Yeah, I know Destin. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> he loved it so much. Like, he just, you just ask him about it, he'll go on like an hour rant about it. Sure. It's just, apparently it's very detailed and it's really good. All right, well, we'll wait and see then. <laughs> uh, Role-playing game of the year, Citizen Sleeper, Elden Ring, Weird West, World of Warcraft, Dragonflight, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I mean, Elden Ring could not be conquered in any way, shape, or form, I assume. Yeah. Everyone will destroy this, although uh, I know Citizen Sleeper yeah, is I was loved gonna say, as well. Citizen Sleeper might be a dark horse here. But it won't be. It could be, but it won't be. Get out of the way of Elden Ring. Are you, are you personally rolling out the red carpet for Elden Ring? I mean, I know when to bend the knee. <laughs> I know when it's just a juggernaut that can't be. I, it'd be, I'd love it. I'd love an upset. I'd love to see what happens. But if Elden Ring's on the ballot, you got to be like, oh, shit, here we go. Uh, sports game of the year. EA Sports FIFA 23. Mario Strikers Battle League. MLB The Show 22. NBA 2K23. And Ollie Ollie World, Barrett. Ollie Ollie World, another one that caught on over here, where we are all like, "Oh, this is really fun. This is really, really cool. okay. I play this game quite a bit." Yeah, interesting. Yeah. But again, like that is into like, I don't know how many. What developers are the sports people, and where do they shake out? Does the fact that more people might have not, I shouldn't say more, but maybe Ollie Ollie World was a bit more approachable than mm. I don't care about hockey, so I wouldn't play NHL. Maybe that gets us some votes. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm not a big sports person. I remember I had to play uh, Madden. 2019 or something like that for IGN and I was like I don't know what I'm doing this is not a good first minutes please get someone else to do this I, I need to stop and I need to leave right <laughs> so now please don't did they have the this. story mode did they do another long shot no they didn't record? do another oh, long shot oh man it sucks uh, strategy slash simulation game of the year dwarf fortress Ooh. Izion how do you say this one you think is it Ixion Ixion okay Marvel's Midnight Suns Potion Craft Alchemist Simulator Warhammer, 40,000, Chaos Gate, Damon Hunters. Run, Damon Hatfield. Um, <laughs> I would say Marvel's Midnight Suns on this one, right, if I was mm. a betting man. That was another one that, again, hit so hard with the strategy crowd. It did, but didn't also Dwarf Fortress kind of take off? It did. Too? People do love yeah. dwarf, dwarf Fortress, if that's your jam. Yeah. Interesting. Also, Potion Craft, I watched someone play, and I was like, this is actually really cool. You make potions based on what someone needs, and yeah. you kind of have to, if, if someone has a very specific thing, you have to kind of, Yes, tailor one of like the health potions to treat 
something specific. So it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Overall, I have no idea how it's going to pan out for this one. We'll wait and see. On the 23rd of February. It's a Thursday. He'll be hosting. He keeps repeating it so that he doesn't forget. 100%. Immersive <laughs> reality technical achievement. Your nominees are Among Us VR, Cosmonius High, Moss Book 2, Red Matter 2, The Last Clock Winder. I again can't speak to VR because every time I play VR, it makes me want to puke. No, really? Yeah. That sucks. Oh, man. Except for, um, I think it was, uh, God, what was it? Pistol Whip. Okay. That one was fine. Sure, sure, sure. For some reason. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. I think it's a race between, uh, I mean, I, Moss and Among Us is where I would go with it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I know Cosmonius High uh, always looked cool and was fun, but I don't know if it's anything that will get us. This is uh, Last Clockwinder, right, Barrett? Correct. I've, so I've heard a lot of good things about it. I haven't uh, played it, so I guess that's what I should judge. Red Matter 2 and Last Clockwork I have not played. So. Yeah. You can make juice. Who doesn't want to make some juice? That's awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, outstanding achievement for an independent game. Immortality. Mm. Neon White. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. Tunic, Vampire Survivors. I mean... Another one, I, Kill Your Darlings. I hate it. I don't want to choose. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I'll choose Vampire Survivors. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, I, I think you also skipped a, an award because there's two VR. Oh, my apologies. Yep. You see what happened there. All right, so we'll come back to it. Oh. Uh, yeah. You see, it's confusing because they're basically the same games <laughs> in a different order. That'll do it to you. I'll, 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 we, okay, so anyways, though. Uh, for this one... I I want immortality. Obviously, I'll be happy for anybody, but I could easily see vampire survivors coming over and destroying them. Mm -hmm. That's just been such a, a movement on that one. But yeah. thank you, Bear, for keeping me honest. I did skip over immersive reality game of the year, not to be confused with immersive reality technical achievement. Uh, for immersive reality game of the year, it's Cosmonius High, Moss Book Two, uh, Red Matter Two, uh, Tentacular, 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 and the Last Clockwinder again. Again, hmm. we'll have to wait and see what happens on that Thursday. Yeah. Mobile game of the year, Diablo Immortal, uh, Gibbon Beyond the Trees, Immortality, Marvel Snap, and Panopi. Point, no, no, Point P, Point P. I think point P. Okay, I, I think it's Marvel Snap. That I hope it's Marvel Snap again, and I don't, I don't, if I, if this is where Immortality can get flowers, give it to them, fine. Okay, yeah. But I do love Marvel Snap, obviously, so, yeah, Marvel I mean, Snap, I'd be all Immortality about. might have a chance in the story. I hope so. So, I think it has more, more of a chance in the story thing than uh, mobile, because I feel like it's harder to play it on mobile but sure fair enough yeah uh online game of the year call of duty modern warfare 2 ea sports fifa 23 final fantasy 14 and walker mm. marvel snap rumbleverse <sighs> i would put my chips on final fantasy yeah just because marvel snap doesn't have the pvp which we will be talking about uh, momentarily here on uh, kind of funny game <laughs> daily i would think that's why you would go that way yeah also and I mean, Final Fantasy just has done a, a phenomenal job of listening to their community and sure. again and again, which is why they win the Game Awards for that, right? Yeah. They have just done such a good job of taking feedback and implementing that into changes, which is what people want to see from a developer to understand like, hey, oh, you are listening to us. You do care about us. And they've kept that awesome. game going for so long and done yeah. so well with it. And yeah, mm -hmm. you know, Michael Hyam's still obsessed. So you got to have it. <laughs> Give him some flowers there. Uh, outstanding achievement in game design. Elden Ring. God of War Ragnarok. Marvel Snap. Tunic. Vampire Survivors, hmm. a diverse category full of great games. I Yep, can't. I'm not going to make you pick if you don't want to pick. No, I don't have okay. picks, but I do want to point out, though, that Vampire Survivors now has a character that has cats that run around. Um, Wait, and, what? Yeah, really? and attacks awesome. them, and they get into, like, scuffles where, like, little clouds come out. Also, there's that one, like, ability where you basically just fart on the enemies, yeah. and it's called Celestial Dusting. Yeah. So, um... Vampire Survivor is a fantastic <laughs> game. 
Don't sleep on it. But I would say it's going to be either that or Elden Ring. Yeah. But I'd love to see Vampire Survivors beat Elden Ring in that one. Oh, like, that would be so fun. Outstanding achievement <laughs> in game direction. Elden Ring. God of War Ragnarok. Horizon Forbidden West. Immortality. Tuning. Game direction. Game direction. And again, that's where I got to say, even, you know, I've been on, a, 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 you know, this crusade for it. Uh-huh. But I throw Immortality out here yeah? again. Okay. Because, like, that's such a crazy story that you figure like you're just clicking on a coffee cup and that's got to send you to another clip yeah. to do another thing to you know honestly no that's very fair um i haven't played it so i i've watched some people play like the beginning of it yeah so seeing that i'm like yeah i guess you know that's a really cool game direction i don't think i've ever seen that done so exactly yeah and then the granddaddy of them all ladies and gentlemen your nominees for game of the year at the 26th annual Dice Awards this February 23rd, a Thursday on IGN, hosted by Greg and Stella, your Game of the Year nominees are Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, Vampire Survivors. I love all of these games. Yeah, and that's the thing is you can make a case, I think, right down the line for any of them on why they'd win. Yeah. But Dice is crazy. They gave Untitled Goose Game Game of the Year. <laughs> So if anybody's going to win game of the year here on a crazy thing, this could be Vampire Survivors, man. They could run for this one. Do we just have the same fucking thoughts on this? Because, like, that was my idea, too. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking Vampire Survivors because, I mean, technically speaking, it is just really great. All the mechanics 100%. work so well. You can have any combination of items that you want, and, like, it works with any of the characters because you can just play however you want. Um, the levels look great, and um, they're just constantly adding shit to it. So, yeah. Also a kick-ass soundtrack. Yes. Oh, my God. Free to play right now on your phone. Get in there. What are you waiting for? Or Xbox Game Pass, too. Right? It's, it's so cheap. Is it Game Pass? It's so cheap. It's Game Pass, right? Kind of funny. It is, yeah, that's how Game I first now, yeah. Just making sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, some stats for you. A total of 61 games released in 2022 are nominated. God of War Ragnarok leaves the leads the pack with 12 nominations, followed by Horizon Forbidden West earning eight, and Elden Ring with seven. That's right. If you weren't paying attention, Horizon got more than Elden Ring. Hmm. Tying for four nominees, nominations each are Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Immortality, Moss Book 2, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Finalists for 2020's top honor, Game of the Year, are Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Vampire Survivors. You, ladies and gentlemen, can tune in Thursday, February 23rd. It will be at night. We will be drinking in <laughs> Vegas. It will be on IGN and all those different social platforms you can get there. And it will be me and Stella hosting yes. the 26th Annual Dice Awards. I can't wait. I know. I'm so excited. Also, I haven't been to Vegas since, since I was a kid. I went there. It's because different. It's <laughs> different as an adult. I'll tell you that. Yeah. 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 I went because my parents were like, oh, we know some friends over there. And I was like, okay, yeah, we'll go. That's fine. So my memory of it is just it being hot and dusty. Okay. It's well, you'll be inside the entire time. Yeah. You'll, you, you will crave the sun at some point because you won't see it, <laughs> but it's a good time. You'll have some fun. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you'll join us for the 26th annual Dice Awards. Thursday, February 23rd. Again, IGN, me, Stella, hosting it. Going to have a great time. And you know what else is a great time? Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny, of course, you could be part of the show. You could get 38 episodes of bonus content free each and every month. And of course, you could watch us record our podcast live. But maybe most importantly, you could get our shows ad free. But you're not on Patreon. So here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Honey for sponsoring this episode. Honey's the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. And we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving. 
Honey. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite websites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site, and if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. We here at Kind of Funny have been using Honey for years, and it has literally saved us thousands of dollars on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save. Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out, and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. Number two on the <laughs> Roper Report. And you got more to come after that. Uh, Ubisoft CEO reportedly tells staff the onus is on them to reverse the company's fortunes. This is Tom Ivan over at VGC. Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot has reportedly told staff the onus is on them to reverse the company's fortunes after it provided a dire financial update on Wednesday. Following weaker-than-expected software sales over the holiday season and a new delay for Skull & Bones, the company slashed its revenue forecast for the current fiscal year. It also canceled three unannounced games and said it plans to make some 200 million euro in cost cuts over the next two years, quote, through targeted restructuring, di uh, divesting some non-core assets, and usual natural attrition, end quote. I hate business speak. You know what I it's mean? It's so awful. God damn. In an email to employees on Wednesday, as viewed by Kotaku, Ubisoft CEO Yves Gilmont, uh, said these uh, delays had weighed on our costs and decreased our associated revenues. Quote, today more than ever, I need your full energy and commitment to ensure we get back on the path to success, he wrote. I am also asking that each, each of you, especially... Be especially careful and strategic with your spending and initiatives to ensure we're being as efficient and lean as possible, end quote. Guimont also urged staff to deliver what he called the biggest pipeline in Ubisoft history, writing, quote, the ball is in your court to deliver the lineup on time and at expected level of quality and show everyone what we are capable of achieving, end quote. Inspiring. <laughs> Inspiring. So the kind of leadership. Awful. Yo, stop fucking up. We're failing because of you. No, they're failing because Ubisoft has not been able to make the connection with what gamers want and what exactly is in the gaming environment currently. They are constantly out of touch. They're following trends. They never figure out what they want to do. Like with Hyperscape, which I keep bringing up, was their battle royale that was going to be their big moment to get back into modern gaming. But then they failed because they couldn't take criticism and couldn't make the changes that they needed to do. Yeah. So... They're just constantly out of touch with what gamers want. This is not on the developers. They're just doing what they're being told to do. It's the leadership coming from the top of the company. Yeah. yeah this and is like what I was this, talking about yesterday. This messaging is so clear. You're just like, do you care about these people at all? It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. No, I was, I'm with you. I was talking about this on Games Daily yesterday, right? Of like, Ubisoft sees the trend and then tries to jump on it. But it's, t yeah. it's, it's so hard to make a game. It takes so long. By the time you get your battle royale, people are embedded in what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Is this really what it's going to be? Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're going to see more cuts. I think you're going to see them dial it back to just being specific franchises for a while, right? Of like, all right, we do Assassin's Creed. We do Rainbow Six. We're not making little things or taking these chances. But it's also the question of can you turn the ship around at time? I know as soon as this all went out mm -hmm. yesterday, there was more talk of like, well, what about uh, somebody buying them out? What about somebody taking over? What do you do with all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, that's tough. But like, of course, they announced seven Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> And that was to bump the stock price up and <laughs> yeah. try to get the, you know, to get them back on track in terms of this. But then you're just canceling games left and right and stuff. So. Yeah. We'll wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. The updates, I'm sure, will continue to come on a daily basis of what the fuck is going on at Ubisoft.
Uh, number three, Xbox Germany says it will announce Forza and Redfall release dates in the developer underscore direct. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. Got it. You got it. Under, the underscore must be pronounced. Oh, Microsoft yeah, okay. has said it plans to announce release dates for several highly anticipated Xbox games during an upcoming product showcase. On Wednesday, Xbox and Bethesda announced plans to live stream a de developer direct game showcase on January 25th. In a blog post on the English language version of Xbox Wire, Microsoft said the event would deliver fresh details on games, quote, launching in the next few months, including Forza Motorsport, uh, Redfall, and Minecraft Legends. However, the German version of the Xbox Wire announcement has now claimed that release dates will be confirmed for these titles. Quote, developer underscore direct will focus on amazing features, extensive gameplay showcases, and first-time shared release dates for great Xbox titles coming out over the next few months, including The Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall, it reads. While perhaps expected, the news will be welcomed by Xbox Series X slash S owners, given the relatively small number of big first-party games released since the console launched in November 2020. Are you excited for Redfall? Yeah, Me too. I am. Okay. But it's it, I, I, I spoke about this on um, the other podcast that I'm on. What's that? <laughs> IGN's Unlocked. Oh, the podcast Unlocked. <laughs> yes, I've heard of this. Available uh -huh. on IGN.com and podcast services everywhere. <laughs> God, I'm so glad you're such a sellout. God, it's great. Oh, my God. I'll pimp anything you want me to pimp. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, I, I like it's so hard for me to envision, like visualize Redfall not being like Back for Blood or Left for Dead, right? But they're specifically like, no, it's not going to be like that. Yeah. It's more like Destiny where it's like a looter shooter. And I'm like, okay, but the gameplay you've shown us hasn't got me thinking it in that direction at all so i'm really happy to see more on this i'm really happy that we're gonna get solid dates and it's i i remember seeing this comment being like why do people care so much about dates i mean it's, it's i don't want to know when i'm playing the game yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to be excited game. for playing it i want to schedule out my time i want to know when i can expect this and also it's did you forget what excitement is like in gaming? Like, yeah. my goodness, let me enjoy things. So No, I'm, I'm the same way with you so where I, I think I was talking about this yesterday as well. We are the same person as you were saying. <laughs> I, somehow you, me, and Janet are just this tri trifecta <laughs> of the same exact uh, persona. Uh, but it was this idea that I look at this gameplay and this looks fun. And I it does, I think, look like a Back for Blood or a Left for Dead. But it was their conversation of it being, no, no, it's your world. You're playing. Invite your friends in. Level up. Do the thing. Keep going. And I'm like, yeah. That sounds awesome, and I think the visuals are great, and I think Arcane is such a talented studio, and I'm so down to run around hunting vampires. Oh, like, yeah. That sounds like a great time. Like yeah. I love that setting in a way I don't personally love the Destiny setting. That, so like, okay. if it's more right. like that, that's great, and I'd love to jump in and have that. So for me, I'm excited to learn more, or I guess not even learn, to see what I've learned in action. And that's why I think the developer showcase is going to be great, because it is, if it is going to be, hey, these are the four games we're talking about. They are getting a long presentations from each of the developers to explain what they are and why you should care yeah that's something we actually are pr get pretty rarely in games usually it is the sizzle reel then go read a blog post and then exactly. if you want to watch a developer stream or something like that you can get in i'd rather see it be here's a curated uh, section of the game of the demo of what we want you to know about this yeah i mean that's exactly what happened too when they when they showed that gameplay trailer we just got a bunch of like quotes from interviews and such yeah. and it's just like well that's great and all but i want to see it in action and obviously they weren't ready for that which is fine but that moment's here it's great and this also helps us define whether or not people are going to buy it which is good for them sure. so yeah now here's the question you know sometimes when you get you know the english language said this another language said this the truth is somewhere in the middle okay do you believe you're going to get release dates for these four games I'm hopeful. I, I am too. I think Xbox obviously has a great head on the shoulders. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I think they know where they're, I wouldn't say failing, but struggling. And I think giving a, their audience a reason to be hyped would be great. 
Yeah. Now, what do you got? You someone else? Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like Xbox wouldn't present anything without having some like hard dates or like hard information to give us because I don't think they're the type of company to just be like, hey, here's the sizzle reel, like stuff's coming soon, but like not really give you any substantial details. Um, Cause well, they've been leading these kids on for a long time saying stuff's I mean, coming soon. Right, so it's like, now like, they got to actually deliver our Greg, The dominoes are going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> when they do, Barrett, when they do. But, like, they could have done some, like, BS at Game Awards, right? Sure. But instead, they hold off for this date to give us some actual substantial information. So I feel like this is going to be good. So I feel like we should be getting some release dates. So my question for you is this, then. They made a point when they announced this yesterday. Yeah? Two days ago? Time's a flat circle. No, it was yesterday. No. Doesn't yeah. Matter. When they announced this beforehand. This week. <laughs> they made a point of saying Starfield won't be there. It's getting its right. own big presentation in yes. the near future. Do you think... Starfield's coming in that that you remember last year when they were like, oh, these are coming up right, in 12 yeah. months. Is it actually happening or is Starfield coming sometime in the fall? I mean, they did they did specify on their blog post that there weren't going to be any more delays. So I'm gonna believe that. Okay. And if they're gonna have a big showcase for it, then it means that they're definitely nearing their end cycle, right? For sure. So, um, I don't think it gets pushed out of this year. I just wonder if it's like way back in the fall. Right. I mean, I don't know. I they said no more delays, so I'm I'm Gonna listen to that, and okay. I'm I'm very optimistic. So I love that about you. It hasn't been beaten out of you yet. <laughs> no, it has not, because I usually beat it out of people. So true. Yeah. Number. F- did you see me and Kevin try to crush watermelons with our fries? It did not <laughs> it go was well. So funny. Damn. And actually, Kevin's <laughs> credit. Kevin says they're too small, and I agree. We you know how many times I got tagged in that? <laughs> I'm sure a lot, and I apologize for that. Yet it keeps seeing us rolling around on the ground like a bunch of inchworms. I have never seen. Were you wearing shorts? No, I was I wearing. Remember. I was wearing jeans. I was wearing jeans. Okay, so you that weren't the problem. You weren't ever expecting to crack it then. Thank you, right? Because it was too <laughs> slippery, right? Oh, you mean because it would get my pants wet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is that did it, you get a lot of when you did it? Did you get a lot of juice? Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about it. So I don't know. I didn't know. You didn't dress the part, so well, it was just... like it was like it was thrown together. I forget. I had to go somewhere. I had a call too. Like you know, I'll get, I I I think I need the bare thighs on it. I think because I need that grip. You know what I mean? God, no one wants to see that. Well, I'm married, miss. I'll tell you. All right. Don't worry about it. Somebody wants to see it. Her name's Jen. Hi, Jen. Number four on the Roper Report. (laughs) Xbox consoles are now carbon aware. This is Rebecca Valentine over at IGN. A new update being pushed to Xbox Insiders today aims to help console owners participate in reducing carbon emissions while their consoles are turned off or performing scheduled updates and maintenance. Announced in an Xbox Wire post, Xbox Insiders, Xbox Series X, and S consoles will automatically be updated to the, quote, shutdown energy-saving power option. Microsoft says this update reduces power use by up to 20 times while the console is turned off without impacting performance. Quote, remote, remote wake uh, will not be available while Xboxes in this setting are powered down, though all other remote features will remain available when the console is on. While in this mode, Xbox consoles that are powered on and connected to the internet will also be available, uh, will also use a regional carbon intensity data to schedule regular maintenance and other updates during this time uh, when more renewable energy is available on the grid. For Windows users, this feature is very similar to the one that rolled out in Windows 11 last year. Finally, Xbox insiders will also begin to see a new, quote, active hours setting that will allow them to choose when their consoles will boot up quickly and be available for remote wake. Outside of that window, the Xbox will automatically shut down if not in use. Xbox X and Series S owners will have active hours automatically enabled when this update rolls out based on previous use time, while Xbox One owners will default to always active until adjusted manually. It's great. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I know, right? It's one of those yeah, like, a lot of information job, right? to drop okay. on you. It's like, 
Great job. Cool. I mean, yeah. It's I, well, also just listening to you speak, it's kind of like white noise, so it relaxes. Sure. Me. Yeah, it's you great. can fall asleep. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, but it's very great that they're doing this. Um, I think they said that even if just two Xbox owners did this for a year, it equivalent it would be equivalent to like one tree planted or something oh, well, like that. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. So, um, most people aren't going to care about this. Like, okay, so what? But it's great. It it saves the environment and also it helps you save some energy too. Sure. Because it automatically just like. PG&E here, you know, you have the peak times and oh, yeah. choose outside of that, which is great. I'm just like, yeah, do my work for me. Fantastic. And I think, <laughs> honestly, that's one of the things I like the most about it is that it is an automatic feature if you're an insider, right? Yeah. If it's going to go in there, it's going to know when you usually turn on your Xbox, so it'll base it around that rather than have to be a setting. You go in, you boil down, yeah. you set up and all the other stuff. Like, this is cool. God, I love modern gaming. Right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's amazing. You know what they need to bring back? Do you? And I'm old, I know. Do you remember folding at home? Do you remember this on your PlayStation 3? It was a thing you could do, and I forget what uh, medical program it worked with, but you, if you weren't using your PS3, you could start folding at home, and your PlayStation would just be used to crunch data to like help try to solve uh, diseases huh. and stuff. It was really cool. I don't remember that. Yeah. But cool. And I'm old. You were probably in second grade or something. Number five. <laughs> Marvel Snap's PvP update is scheduled to launch in late January. This is Tom Ivan at VGC with the best news of the day, and I include that, the fact that we're back hosting Dice. This is huge. Are you into Marvel Snap? Are you playing Marvel Snap? I'm afraid to start it because I know that it will take up my time. Join us. Yeah. Join us <laughs> no. So, so much fun over here. We're having such a great time. Uh, Marvel Snap's player versus player update is scheduled to launch this month, the game developer has said. Previously, previously expected to arrive last year, the ability to battle friends is currently due to launch as part of a wider patch tentatively planned for January 31st. Quote, if we run into last-minute issues, we may choose to delay for a little longer to make sure things work correctly. Marvel Snap's developer's second dinner cautioned in a post on the game's website. The patch will also introduce series drops, which are updates to cards Rarity plan to release on a monthly basis. Uh, with every series drop, some Series 5 cards will move to Series 4, and some Series 4 cards will drop to season Series 3, making each one 10 times more common in collector's reserves and cheaper in the token shop. Uh, the Series 5 cards moving to Series 4 with this month's update are Valkyrie, Super Scrawl, Bast, Shuri, and Black Panther. Of course, a lot of them coming off of uh, the Season 2 pass. Yeah, that was the Black Panther Season pass. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. I mean, I honestly thought that the player, the PvP thing was already in there, but... Yeah, they had said it a long time ago. Okay, yeah, that's what it, it was. It, it was supposed to be here by the end of the year, but then they just had to move it or whatever. I'm ha I'm happy for the update, because I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, wait, where did that go? Because I enjoy playing it randomly, but I would I know Mike isn't playing it until he can play other people, because he wants to play people. I'm like, I right. honestly, maybe that's when i try it out, because yeah. I feel like playing against other people would be really fun, right? Sure. Like, I'm just very competitive at heart. I don't know if you could tell, but yeah. So for me, this would bring me in. Yeah. Just yeah. being able to make people cry oh, in yeah. front of you. Yeah. Yes. Sure, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Why do you think I'm here? We'll be able to play this at Dyson. You can make me cry there. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's how we'll do it. Oh, and Kirby's Dream Buffet. We have to play that here, though, right? We can play that here. We can also okay. play that there. Okay. Make you cry twice. We can play it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make me cry in Kirby's Dream Buffet? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I didn't know it was that competitive in this game. I thought it, I didn't know what we're doing. Today, it's but. not that competitive, but like I will make it competitive. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, sixth and final on Europa Report. Saudi Arabia has increased its stake in Nintendo. This is Chris Scullin at VGC. Saudi Arabia has increased its stake in Nintendo to more than 6% it has been reported. It was revealed in May 2022 filing that the company's public investment fund, the PIF, a sovereign wealth fund uh, chaired by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam, uh, has acquired 5.01 stake in the company, a purchase said to be for investment purposes. 
Now, Reuters reports that a new filing has shown that the PIF has increased its stake to 6.07%, making the kingdom one of the largest shareholders in the Japanese company. Uh, Nintendo has previously claimed that when uh, the PIF uh, bought its initial 5.01 stake uh, in the company, it was unaware of the transaction and first learned about uh, the Saudi investment uh, from news reports. It has yet to comment on this latest development. It's hmm. a lot. It's a lot. If you haven't been paying attention, of course, uh, the Saudi Public Investment Fund, the PIF, has been making investments all over the place. And if you didn't know, Saudi Arabia, not the beacon of human rights. Uh, and so for the fact that it's authoritarian government mm -hmm. is doing this and investing itself into things is making a lot of people go, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Uh, there was huge rumors this week from the wrestling community that it looked like oh, that's right. in the Vince return, God. it looked like he, there was a rumor. That I, I, oh, Jesus. It's Thursday. So it's Wednesday, Tuesday night. There was all these rumors that right. he had sold WWE to, to the Saudi. Uh, oh, so it was Arabia. just a rumor. I thought that Correct. actually, okay. The, the tweets that had originally gone up had been uh, taken down. Oh, okay, got Everybody kind of ran off to it. None of the, and I'm not even casting shades because I'm just yeah. going off of what I've been putting. None of the people of report had, or, or, or repute had reported. Okay. Us. okay so it wasn't fair. like, there. Was, that was the whole thing. I, so John Drake, of course, it, our friend uh, who works at Disney and Andrew Renee's husband and a big wrestling fan was like, is why isn't like Bloomberg or CNN reporting right. on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was running to the hills, okay, panicking about fair. it. But it did show, I think, you know, that I shouldn't say at large, but the internet's take on this, right? Of like what, yeah. at large, what this means of like if you're going to do this, we're going to back off of it because again, Saudi Arabia not doing so great in terms of how they treat women and how they no. treat minorities and how they treat LGBTQ. Like the list goes on. You should Google it. Even today, uh, the one and only blessing Eddie Oye Jr. was like, I know. He put it in general on the KFG. Like, I know everyone won't have time to watch this. If you're not fully up on it, uh, Hassan Minaj did a, a report of a mm. while back or whatever okay. about it. Let me see if I can uh, pull it up. To uh, yeah, for the Patriot Act, right? Talking about Saudi Arabia, and you should yeah. watch that to kind of get brushed up on. He's so good on. at like breaking it down for dumb people. Sure. It's fantastic. Me. It's me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's right? me. I'm I dumb am. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so something to keep your eye on and make your own decisions for. But it's interesting too to see. Nintendo previously claimed they didn't even know that was happening. I wonder what they know about this and where that goes from there. But yeah, something to watch and keep your eye on, ladies and gentlemen. But what's going to happen with all this stuff is still so far away. If I wanted something, I know it's a bad one. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and drop shops. Where would I go, Stella? That was, a that was so terrible. I told you they're bad. Yeah, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show, hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, Lone Ruin on Switch and PC, Vengeful Guardian Mood Rider on all the PlayStation Switch and PC, uh, Valkyrie Profile Leneth on PlayStation 4 and PS5. New dates for you. Uh, Shoulders of Giants will launch on January 26th on Xbox and Epic. Blade Assault is coming March 31st to PlayStation, all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes and Nintendo Switch. Uh, Green Hell's Building Update arrives January 23rd. Uh, Rhythm Sprout, st Sick Beats and Bad Sweets takes to the dance floor on uh, all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, Nintendo Switch, and PC via Steam and the Epic Game Store February 1st. They're everywhere. Mm. Deals of the day for you. Epic Story, uh, Typing Chronicles will be free to claim on the Epic Game Store from January 19th to the 26th. Stella? We ask people who want to be part of the show to write in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD with their questions. And Sean B. did today. Sean B. says, if you could take your two favorite video games and combine them into one new video game, oh what would the result be? Oh God. Right. So start from the top of like, what are, we, what are you combining? 
Um, yeah, all right. So it would be Titanfall and Bloodborne. Ooh. <laughs> That sounds dope as shit. Right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, imagine the movement of Titanfall, but set in the Bloodborne universe. Gothic architecture, you can fight against bosses while wall running, and, like, you have your blades and shit, like... It's, am I doing, like, a gothic, like, Titan? Yes. Like, yeah, Steampunk yeah, yeah. Titan. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, wait a minute. That's so cool. Stop talking, Stella. Don't let anybody <laughs> steal this idea. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll work we'll on we'll it work. somewhere. Yeah, 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 we got it. It's really good. I like that one a lot. Yeah. yeah, for me, it would be God of War 2018 and Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Okay. So I see it being Kratos going off on. He's got to he's got to build his army, I guess, to go fight whoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it would have worked for a Ragnarok army, but mm -hmm. we'll find somebody some other god-like army to fight. Okay. So you're going off and recruiting them and doing bite-sized little missions, and I oh. guess you have to sneak a bit, but you're also using the blades of chaos to really tear people apart. Interesting. So it's just like a jump scare when like some you grab someone with the blades of chaos and yank them down. And yeah. just like you're forcing them up that way too. You like exactly. you, do yeah, it yeah. And you throw them up and then whoever Atreus <laughs> and the helicopter catches them. Oh my them god. Takes okay. Them Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not as good as mine, but it I would like not. to see this in action. Hey, man, you know what? You, this is what you call the brainstorm improv tree. You jump it, in there, you know? you throw it it's going to happen, and you were better. You were better today. <laughs> I want you to know that. You were excellent today, overall. <laughs> oh, and this is the other thing, too. Uh, as we went, we're about to go live. I went to Twitter, as I do, and I popped in there. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And I was like, wait a second. Stella, you don't have enough gifts. Nobody's making gifts of you. Yeah. You have one <laughs> of, uh, lifting blessing, and that's what we had to do. <laughs> You literally searched Stella Blessing. Yeah. Well, that's how I, I did Stella Chunga, Stella Ajian, and nothing popped up. I was like, where is it? Stella Blessing comes up. Yeah. So what I need you to do, Barrett, yeah, give Stella her one. Stella, move oh. the microphone out of the way. Corey Cudden okay. is the expert of making gifts for kind of funny. And so he is makes, he ma yeah, he makes all the gifts for us. Yeah. Do whatever you want there. Make yourself what some I gifts. Want? You know, do some, do some motions. Do some do flex. You flex all the time. Oh, yeah. sure. You're shy. There you go. You're shy. <laughs> God damn, if you're shy, I never want to see you be like, you know what? I'm really going to unleash today. Wait, hold on. I, I could do like that. There you go. See? There you go. There you go. You're killing it. That's what. And then I hide my trap. See? Now I'm back to like kind of cute. Damn. Like... Crushed it. That's yeah. perfect. See? You get a whole bunch of flexes. Now you got to. Corey will have those kids. Sure. <laughs> I'm actually. So I just want to point out I'm wearing like heels today. Go so... wide, go wide, go wide, go wide. I'm I'm doing these in heels. I'm doing this in heels. So what are you let's doing? What are you about to do? Lift you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I thought you wanted me to flex. I didn't thought you, I was doing my own flex. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go way back because it's like. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. So what are you doing? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> they just I every time they mention you, they're just like, "Can you go lift him, please?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Was there ever any doubt? You put up one of your uh, workout TikTok slash Instagrams the other day where you, like you, you asked some dude to spot you and it was awesome. Because he goes face. to spot you, and he's like, like I, you didn't need me was, at all. I was like, nice. That's awesome. <laughs> it was great. Uh, we asked people to continue to write in, like I said, to kindoffunny.com slash kfgd to be part of the show. There you can squad up. This is where you give me your name, username, and platform of choice. I read them here. The best friends come and find you. Everybody plays video games together. Today, Soul Blaster 59 needs help on PlayStation. It's spelled like you expect. Soul Blaster 59. Hello, Greg and Stella. Also, happy birthday to Nick. Of course, it's Nick's <laughs> birthday. We're celebrating on Twitch after this. And you, you kind of funny. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, I am looking for help in the Division 2 as I'm trying to get the Platinum. I need at least three other agents to finish three multiplayer trophies. Hit me up late at night as my work schedule lets me off at 12 a.m. Central. Oh. Any help would be appreciated. Thank you. If you want to go back 
to Washington, D.C. and start some <laughs> shit in the Division 2. Hit up Soul Blaster 59 on the PSN. On top of writing in with your questions, we ask the people watching live to write in to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong to tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games and listening on podcast services around the globe. Jokes. How many things have you gotten wrong? Joke. Oh, me never. It's usually Tim. You know what I mean? So, okay. <laughs> sure. sure. See, this doesn't help. This isn't. This, Nano's trying to explain. I, I said who made Folding at Home, and he's just like, it was called Folding at Home. I'm like, no. I guess he explains a little bit better than I do what Folding at Home was. It allows scientists to study protein folding or protein assembly. Incorrectly folded proteins can cause serious illness, so scientists hope to simulate exactly mm. how the process takes place. He, then he editorializes. In other notes, uh, or in other words, uh, the more uh, the better to see how every way of folding proteins uh, incorrectly can help treat illnesses caused by it. And I also saw in the chat, uh, apparently that's still a thing. But not on PlayStation. Oh, uh, okay. They shut it down on PS3. I mm, gotcha, gotcha. Jim Ryan was like, you know what? We're done helping people. <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Paraphrased. I mean, he didn't have to. You know, Sounds like right? something Sean Layden would say. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily in the bank. If you like me and Stella, make sure you watch the Dice Awards when we host them in February, February 23rd. <laughs> February 23rd. You can watch live on IGN and everywhere else IGN will be putting it up. Uh, of course, you can get more Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games podcast services around the globe. You can watch this recorded live on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You, of course, can get on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny where you get no ads. You could get 38 episodes of bonus content a month and you could watch this record each and every one of our podcasts live. If you are watching live right now, good news. We are celebrating Nick Scarpino's birthday in the war zone. Uh, him and Mike are hot dropping. You can go catch that live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames or youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you want to watch it later, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Stella, where can people keep up with you? Yeah, uh, I am on Twitter at ParallaxStella. I just changed my Instagram handle to ParallaxStella.official because someone is sitting on my name and it's really that. annoying. It's so annoying. Uh, but yeah, and then I stream on Twitch. I try to stream like every night except for like two nights a week. Uh, currently just ranking through Apex. Uh, so if you want to watch me get mad at FPS games, that is what I'm doing. Um, and then the Dice Awards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh and TikTok where I film my uh, fitness vlogs. So yeah. Awesome. Stella, thank you as always for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Use the epic creator code Kind of Funny wherever you get your games. And until next time, know it's been our pleasure to serve you.